0: to the RPG. Okay, back to the oh room. man, that's that's oh, what we that's, that's
1: that's the opener for this. No. Uh, now we that, went live just for that crazy, crazy phrasing. <laughs> oh.
2: oh no, it got worse. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> my hair hurt. All
3: right, welcome
1: to the stream, everybody
3: well no one no one can see it but um maybe that's a good thing maybe uh, all right so um to begin with matt are you changing your end of session questions
0: uh what are we do- what what are we doing with the, the things where are we what is happening look
3: we'll at there don't worry you didn't miss anything we just complained about D. talked about other games Talked about amusement parks and. uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah.
0: Sure. I'm I'm good then. I I mean, I I would change them depending on what I know about the scenario that we're going into.
3: You can't do that. So, all all you need to know right now is that you're going to a small town not far from Brindlewood Bay.
1: You may want to change your outfit.
3: (laughs) Oh. You probably aren't staying overnight. So, if this takes more than one day, you'll be commuting. It's only a few miles up the road. So, you don't need to pack a bag. Also, there's no inn. So, what?
0: The dog. Oh, my
3: (laughs) God.
1: Uh, I guess it's time this
3: for the, the break. Yeah, let's do the break. <laughs> do the <laughs> okay. break. Be back at a. Let's let's just come back on the hour.
1: Okay.
2: All right, then.
3: Sorry. Bye. It's okay. Anywho's hello. We are all here. Hey. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, you've chosen your end of session questions. Um, there's no recap to really go into. So we will begin with Rosemary. Yes. You find yourself standing at the edge of the ocean and looking out over the ocean you see the sweep of light coming from behind you and then it turns off in the distance and disappears and a moment later it comes back and you look down at the water and you see some movement underneath the waves the flash of something something lighter than the dark water what do you do
2: there's something in the water
3: there is something in the water
2: um, oh, rosemary will wait until the light sweeps Um, in her direction again before trying to get a closer look at what is
3: in the water. When the light sweeps past again, you see that there is a face. a, A feminine face looking up at you with clear, bright eyes. Some curiosity. It's not.
2: It's not rosemary, is it? Is it? Am I it's saying not reflection. Okay. <laughs> no,
3: it is not rosemary's face. It is a a younger looking, feminine face. Do I recognize this face? You do not. Um. Is.
2: It, does it seem like it's more like a, like an imagery sort of thing, or is it like there's a person in the water like with
3: there seems to be someone under the water okay so rosemary
2: would step a little closer then to try to um see if she can tell anything more when the light sweeps by again before she tries to uh, reach out to this person that's in the water
3: when you get a little closer, the face rises to the surface and breaks no. <laughs> breaks the surface <laughs> and her her long dark hair is like you know flattened, it's all wet mm-hmm. and she looks up at you and no she cream, smiles.
2: Um, Rosemary will. A kind of give her an up and down look and ask are you all
3: right dear she just smiles at you and, and lifts a hand from the water and holds it out towards you. <laughs> Obi is upset because we've blocked the stairs so that he can't come up and <laughs> pee on the floor. Aww. But uh, oh, no.
2: She oh my scared. god, that is the cutest picture. <laughs> Do you
3: what?
2: see behind Matt's oh. hair? The cutest picture. Oh my god. Um. <clears throat> anyway, she's trying to drag me in this water. She doesn't look like she's trying to drag you in the water. That doesn't mean, she mean, she can look all she wants. like, (laughs) (laughs) um, um, Rosemary kind of is hesitant to take her hand
3: and she'll say like, do you need help? (laughs) She just keeps smiling and you can see that she is by all appearances naked beneath the water. Except, you don't see legs.
2: Um, Rosemary will try to get her to come further toward her, like away from the water. You know, like she
3: with... will rise further out of the water. Um, she is. She looks like a, a young woman she she is uh human looking human at least looking. as far as you can see as, far as i can see
2: um then seeing that she's still kind of like hesitant to uh come out rosemary will extend her own hand and sort of like a let's go as as opposed to like a you know here take my hand. you know what I
3: mean. she takes your hand and gently pulls you toward her. and Rosemary will pull it back like oh, no no <laughs> we're uh, we're going this we'll try to get you some help. She is very strong and is not pulled but she's also not yanking you. she's she's inviting you. Hmm.
2: Um, Rosemary will try again to sort of get her to come with her, as opposed to going into. There's nowhere to go. Like, <laughs> she's not going in the water. At least she doesn't want to.
3: Well, the the girl doesn't seem interested in leaving the water, so.
2: Rosemary will take a step forward to try to gain some leverage. But now she's like obviously going closer to her.
3: With a giggle, the girl pulls you in. Of course she does. But she doesn't she she's not drowning you. It's it's playful. Mm-hmm. She she swims around Rose. Is Rosemary like treading water? I mean, we're on a... how 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 deep? it's You can't feel the ground beneath you. Oh, so we're
2: that deep, man, huh? Looks like. All right, I'm in
3: the water. And this girl swims around you with surprising agility. You don't barely feel the water move. You certainly don't feel, like, kicking. And she's just swimming around me. She's just swimming. She never takes her eyes off you. Um,
2: Rosemary will try to swim back to um, the the shore. I'm kind of like, oh, you know, that was fun. I'm going to go back now.
3: Unfortunately, the girl kind of... Imposes herself between you and the shore. And she's very close, staring right in your eyes. And she's just smiling. And she starts to lean in for a kiss.
2: Mm, Rosemary will be like, oh, I've been to one of these parties before. Um, <laughs> and she will... <laughs> so... Uh, so, will kind of pause, kind of, uh, uh, not reject, but kind of tilt her head away to say, what, what do you want from me?
3: The girl just smiles and then lets go of you and dives under the water. And as she disappears, you see the flash of a, a large fish-like tail and she disappears i'm still in the water you're still in the water and as you start moving towards shore you feel something brush up against your hand this is why i don't go to the beach and as you are swimming a human skull bobs to the surface next to you and then another a little ways away and like bubbles rising from the deep Suddenly just skulls rising through the water towards you.
2: Where all these heads come from?
3: You don't get the chance to ask because you wake up. You got another void clue. And good morning. It's Brindlewood Bay. As the title card kind of, it doesn't just fade out. It ripples like water like light on water and then disperses. And Rosemary, what do you do now that you've woken up? What's your little, how's your cozy morning? It is, uh, it is, um, what, Saturday. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, the only thing on your books right now is a meeting with the book club tonight.
2: Yeah, Rosemary will go over some notes um that she took from the book that um we read and you know we'll um turn on the radio to listen to the latest news and um yeah pick out an outfit stuff like that water her plants
3: all right and violet how does this morning find you and jerry
1: uh jerry is lounging in a warm spot in the sun Um, After accompanying Violet on a morning jog and Violet is finishing up making a batch of cupcakes because since, um, uh, since the whole baking contest and everything she's found her interest a little rekindled and so she decided to bake some cupcakes for the meeting tonight
3: very nice and maxine how are you spending your morning
0: maxine is uh is still troubled by everything that's happened recently and um is reaching out to her connections thinking thinking there's some some overlap between the charity high-end charity world and like the high-end antiquities world and is trying to find uh is is putting in requests for information about the dagger and the cult
3: Oh, interesting. As a reminder, to clear conditions, you must do a cozy move. Um, So.
0: Well, not in Brindlewood Bay. Kind of screws that off.
3: Not necessarily. It depends whose move. Anyway. uh, So we're going to fast forward to the evening. And you all are gathered at... The candlelight booksellers it is your regular weekly meeting of the murder mavens mystery book club and as the camera pans around the loft we've already talked about how you um, how you've like personalized the space but What do we see, it's a paint the scene, so you'll all get to answer. Uh, What do we see that shows how this is one of the coziest spots in all of Brindlewood Bay? Um, Give you a second. If anyone has an answer, feel free.
0: This, whether it's the changes that Maxine made or whether it's just the ambiance, everywhere in Rindle bay, when Rindlewood at bay it's kind of got a cold light like it's always kind of they put a slight blue filter in front of the camera there but this this room it's warm it's it's not, you know, orange but it's it's lively it's comfortable it's like a, a soothing fire on a cold winter's night it just it just it's lit differently somehow
3: Very good, Tracy Martin. How is
2: it different?
3: Mm. What what shows it to be one of the coziest spots in Bridalwood? Co-
0: the answer is Jerry. That's fine.
3: I mean,
2: <laughs> I was going to save that for Tracy. I'd say it has just enough room for um X amount of people. So like uh it's not too big, it's not too small, it's like just right. And so like everybody has enough space to sort of like I mean have their own space. I don't know, that sounds redundant, but it's 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 the perfect size for a small group of people. So it's it, it's Homey in that way, it's like a cottage in a, in a sort of sense. It's got like pictures of like um previous mavens that have either um uh, moved or gone somewhere else, and um, um, little trinkets from past adventures and whatnot. Like it's it's a it's, uh, heaven. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't want to th- say, uh, <laughs> but yes, um. Uh, um yeah there's little trinkets and stuff like that from uh adventures past and memories and and things like that books that we like there's like a dry erase board with little funny pictures or um notes to ourselves
3: so i just a small interjection here the one of the actual plays I listened to, one of the mavens has the cozy activity of scrapbooking and mm-hmm. she does a scrapbook for each mystery they solve. And oh, so I neat. just think that's adorable. That's great. <laughs> anyway. see. How how do we know that this is one of the coziest spots in all Um,
1: Martin covered a lot there. Um, I did. What I was thinking about is like it's actually like physically warm. Like mm-hmm. the walls are insulated. Like this Brindlewood Bay is, you know, on the on the shore by the sea. And things tend to like just they just tend to rot. They tend to get wet and just kind of molder. Um but somehow, this space doesn't seem to have that problem. It remains intact. And the walls stay warm and mold-free. And <laughs> even in the winter, um, it yeah, it's, it's just got that cozy feeling. And you don't have the damp cold, even though that's right outside the window. It doesn't seem to permeate.
3: Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah, I wish I lived so. somewhere like that. <laughs> mm. um, so you you've had your your meeting. It has gone well. Everyone enjoyed the cupcakes and and the conversation. And Jerry got his his usual offerings from the the staff at the the, books, the booksellers. But after the meeting, you see as as you're wrapping up, you see a woman standing off to the side. She's just come up the stairs to the loft and she's looking at you kind of, uh, you know, with a polite smile. She's clearly not interested in, in intruding. She's uh, about a 50-ish woman and you recognize her because she is the owner of the Candlelight Booksellers and her name is Janet Flock. And she, uh, she approaches and... She says, hi, ladies.
2: Does she look like the woman of my dreams?
3: No. Okay.
2: Are you going <laughs> to tell me? Are you going to tell me? I'll you, tell you what? When there's someone that looks like the woman of my dreams.
3: Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can do that. But Janet Flock, I will add her to the Brenda Bay list of characters.
0: Maxine gracefully waves. Good evening, Dearie.
1: Jerry runs over and like just starts snuffling at her happily.
3: She warmly greets Jerry as any good person would. but it's clear that she has something on her mind and she approaches and and she says, I didn't want to interrupt your meeting, but um, I was hoping we could chat.
2: Of course, this is your establishment after all. We would never turn you away. You know that.
1: I see you
0: magnanimously to a
1: chair. The chair that she owns.
3: (laughs) Yes and just for reference I think I think Janet Flock is played by Michelle Yao A plus plus choice she seems like in another life she could own a a quaint little bookshop in a tiny town (laughs) but so she approaches and you see she has something in her hand and she holds it out to you, and you see it is a clipping from a local newspaper. From the local newspaper, in fact. What is the local newspaper called? It is called, I know this. Uh...
0: That's a fine name for a newspaper. <laughs>
3: The Brindlewood Beacon. It is a clipping from the beacon, and she uh, holds it out to whoever is, is closest. And she says, well, I know you ladies like a good mystery, and I just might have one for you.
2: Oh. What do we have here? Rosemary will take it. and um,
3: It's a clipping, right? It is a clipping. from. What does the clipping say? Well, it discusses that there was a death in Mucky Point, which is a nearby tiny hamlet in Brindlewood County a few miles up the road. Um, Maxine would know that Mucky Point is kind of a not quite rival town to Brindlewood Bay, but they don't the people in Brindlewood Bay think of Mucky Point as a uh, an isolated, shriveled little place and uh, that people there are unfriendly to outsiders. You may also know that in Mucky Point, they don't like Brindlewood Bay people either. But uh, one thing that Mucky Point is known for is its lighthouse. It is historic and... Um, is pretty much the only attraction in the town and pretty much the only thing keeping the town afloat. The newspaper clipping talks about the lighthouse keeper, whose name was Cyrus Creel, and he died after falling off the little walkway outside the lighthouse's lantern room. Uh, The article quotes several locals who think Mr. Creel was murdered as the grizzled old light Housekeeper uh, had kept the lantern lit for decades, and only someone new to the job would lose their footing and tumble to their death. It also quotes the Mucky Point constable, Alan Deschain. Deschain? Deschain? D-E-S-C-H-A-I-N? Deschain?
1: Depends on how anglicized it is. Yeah, it's going to also be right like Deschain, I think. Potentially
3: does chain. Cause it's new England. De and y'all say <laughs> foyer. So, you know, uh, that's true. Um, de Chai... de Chanel. <laughs> Uh, Alvin, this who says that the death was strictly an accident. And any talk of murder is baseless speculation. So he did it. So, uh, Janet kind of looks at at the three of you and says, Mucky points not far away. I was hoping, well, hoping might be too strong a word. I thought maybe Constable Deschain might appreciate your unique insight into this.
0: Maxine quirks an eyebrow and says, "Well, we can, of course, go take a look, but... uh, why does it interest you, per se?
3: Well, Cyrus was an old family friend, and frankly, it would it would put me at ease knowing, you know, definitively whether it was truly an accident.
2: Well, are you okay, dear?
3: Oh, yes, yes, thank you. It was a bit of a shock, but... Well, it looks like he died doing what he loved. Which was tending that lighthouse.
1: Would, like, do the mavens also feel, like, the same way about Mucky Point? as? The I first? don't know. <laughs>
3: you tell me. They're your, your mavens. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Maxine has very little patience for people who don't like her for no reason.
1: So. Mm-hmm. probably yeah but well, it's kind of the same way there so I think she would she kind of frowns and says "I'm I'm sorry for your loss and also sorry that we have to head to Mucky Point to solve this
3: it's not really so bad there
2: yeah I've never had a problem over in Mucky Point Despite the fact that, like,
1: people don't like her either. <laughs> Over there. That's an effort not to like Rosemary.
2: Well, if Mucky Point is as bad as say it is,
3: so what do you think, ladies?
1: Oh, well,
0: we can go take a boo, right?
1: Right, uh, right, girls. Oh, it's not like we don't have experience with showing up in competent <sighs> policemen.
3: That's kind of what I'm hoping for.
1: It's practically a hobby.
3: Well, um, I can tell you that uh, you will have no trouble finding Alvin. He's pretty much everywhere. Nosey type. The town isn't very large. Hmm. Do you and, have any questions for? Well, yeah.
0: So uh, Maxine says, "Well, I mean, and while you're here, I mean, wh- what else can you tell us about about uh, the, your your late friend Cyrus? Anything that, I mean, beyond the suspicious circumstances." Do you know anything about what might have happened? Or did he have any dramatic enemies?
3: Oh, I'm sure he had enemies. He was uh, not the easiest person to get along with. But he cared deeply about Mucky Point and about doing his job. And I just, I can't see him slipping. It doesn't... It doesn't doesn't feel right.
1: How old did you say he was?
3: Oh, he was in his 60s, but... I mean, the way he moved up and down that lighthouse, you wouldn't know it.
1: So you don't think it's very likely that he just had a heart attack or something and fell over the edge?
3: The coroner saw no signs of... Anything other than gravity.
1: Mm, right.
3: So it's possible, but he was in the peak of health. When was the last time you spoke with him? Oh, it would have been uh, about a week or so. Before he died, I was passing through and just stopped off to say hello. On my way back from from Boston, of course.
1: He didn't have anything strange or notable to to say?
3: No, he just uh, complained a little more about Brindlewood Bay, and that's par for the course. So before we continue, uh, another small establishing question that I think I will ask to Violet because Violet has lived here more than the other two. Yes. Yeah. So Violet is like more native Brindlewoodian.
1: I think so. She she did move here. Like her softball coaching was in a neighboring town.
3: Before she retired, right. but you've been here before, since before you retired. Whereas uh, Rosemary and Maxine came after retirement. I think
1: so. Yes.
3: Okay, so you would I, know. Rosemary
0: taught, and that's why she oh. the Krause girl.
3: No, she she saw mm-hmm. the Krause girl. Mm-hmm. She was picking flowers from her from her front garden and. Mm-hmm they bonded what he said um so violet murky pointers are rumored to have a strange sorry mucky pointers are rumored to have a strange physical characteristic that they all share what have you heard
2: they stink sorry (laughs)
0: just <laughs> begin with look, please, Alex.
1: They blink too much. <laughs> <laughs> like they just blink a little too often than than is necessary. Almost like there's there's light shining in their eyes from from somewhere. All right,
0: can make some money going there with that staring contest
3: okay um so any further questions for janet or are you good to head home
0: is Um... janet a suspect
3: janet is not a suspect
0: out of character i'm so pleased i have the perfect gold crown mystery title for this
3: oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) all right Any, anything else or? Well, I, I'm I don't on the... think so. All right, then she will hand you the, hand someone the cutting, the clipping. And uh, she'll say, thank you for looking into this. And uh, if you find anything, please, please let me know. And she will head back downstairs. So, we will fast forward a little bit. It is the next day. How are you all planning on getting to Mucky Point?
1: Motorbike. Also, how how long is this? Uh, Ooh. Nice. It
3: is also on the... On the coast. So, how long is how
1: How long are we? How far are we from uh, the last mystery?
3: How How far do you want to be? Let's say it's late summer, so it's been a few, at least a few weeks.
1: I was wondering, like, how's Etienne doing?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Etienne uh, was hospitalized after a, taking a good blow to the head at least
0: he was also bleeding
3: (laughs) well uh, Etienne is back on his seat you'll be glad to hear Uh, Maxine have you continued any kind of dalliance with with Etienne Mr. Beauregard
0: Maxine did feel somewhat responsible for you know bringing a poor defenseless fisherman into a dangerous situation Mm -hmm. and has visited him in, in the hospital and brought him flowers.
3: And he appreciated that very much, but, uh, what's, what's your status?
1: What's your Facebook
3: status?
0: (laughs) It's not serious yet.
2: Okay. Is it complicated?
0: No. We're just, we're just friends.
1: F- I'll have F- you F- F- know or FWB.
3: F- yeah.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> A lady doesn't kiss and tell. Ah. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I'll have you know I'm writing in my notes right now. Just they, quote unquote friends.
3: They <laughs> They're they're boning. All right. So. Mucky Point. Let's talk about Mucky Point a bit. It is, as I've mentioned, a small, a tiny hamlet. Um, It existed to support the operation of the lighthouse for most of its history. But in recent decades, as the lighthouse has become less and less important to maritime navigation, Mucky Point has shrunk to just a few small homes and businesses. Uh, The lay of the land, if you will. To the east on a raised rocky area is the lighthouse. Near the base of the lighthouse is a small shack used by the lighthouse keepers as storage and lodging. Uh, Mucky Point proper consists of a single thoroughfare along which can be found the Golden Bull Roadhouse, Des Chain's Gas and Sundries, the Mucky Point Lighthouse Museum, and codswallops, bait, bait, and tackle.
1: <laughs> what was the What was the first one again?
3: The uh, Golden Bull Roadhouse. So, uh, Maxine, you are arriving by boat. Is, uh is Rosemary coming with you? Uh, now Rosemary is driving her own personal vehicle. All right. And uh, Violet is taking her motorcycle with Jerry. Yes. All right. And uh, what is your where are you meeting? What's your your plan? What's your... Let's meet at the roadhouse. All right. We'll say it's a uh, late morning, so like eleven ish, mm-hmm. and the roadhouse is clearly open. As you uh, park your cars and uh, Maxine walks from the dock to the roadhouse, uh, what are, are you going inside? Or are you just meeting out in the parking lot? What's
0: I'm sorry, I'm fixing my outfit. I wasn't expecting to be doing this on a boat.
1: (laughs) Have to have a a proper boating outfit.
0: Including a a clearly ridiculous hat that would blow (laughs) off immediately.
2: Yeah. Protect your face from the sun.
1: That's right. Alright, so... I imagine that Violet's bike is quicker than the Mini Cooper? Yes. Guessing. So uh, I'm assuming that she at least gets to the parking lot before uh, Rosemary and she just kind of uh, throttles the bike down and takes off her, her helmet and she's got the nice stylish leather jacket there and just kind of stays there straddling the bike with the helmet underneath her arm waiting for the others.
3: And as you are waiting, a woman exits the door, and she has uh, a towel that she kind of wipes her hands off, and she is a a husky woman. She has a a mullet, and her, her shirt sleeves are rolled up. And she looks at you with a bit of a uncertain smile and she says can i help you
1: eventually i hope oh waiting on my friends
3: okay you uh you coming in from out of town obviously you're coming in from out of town you definitely don't live here
1: Bella just kind of pats the handle of her bike um she doesn't say right away that she's from brittlewood because she doesn't want to like i don't know paint (laughs) the well yet um and she says yeah definitely out of town um would you would you happen to have a bowl of water for for my dog he's kind of thirsty after the ride
3: oh yeah for sure and you will note that she does not blink very frequently. She she blinks a normal average amount. <laughs> um,
0: Entirely unremarkable amount of blinking. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
3: And she'll say, Come on in, bring uh bring your friend. It's it's fine. We are uh we're dog friendly here in Mucky Point.
1: Violet's and... estimation of the woman has gone up slightly. Mm-hmm. Violet will remember this.
3: <laughs> true. So she will. She'll say, "Actually, you look—you look a little familiar. Are you from Brindlewood?"
1: Violet kind of like internally sighs, like, "God damn it." <laughs> um, she's like, "Yeah, I'm from Brindlewood."
3: I—I uh, I spent some time there for a couple of years about a decade ago. I used to work at the mechanics. Oh, who'd you work for? Uh, Jim.
1: Oh, Jim, he, he was pretty good at what he did at least. He never ripped you off.
3: That's true. I'm Tara, by the way. And she'll Violet. extend her hand for a shake.
1: Violet also grasps her hand, gives it a firm shake. Violet.
3: Good to meet you and leading you into the building. Has anyone else arrived yet? Or
1: So how far
0: um, this is this how far is the roadhouse from the harbour or the jetty or the key or whatever the heck they have?
3: Nothing is very far from anything. Here? This, this place is, is small.
0: Okay. Like, five minute walk small? Or... Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> Maxine just takes in the sun and has walked up from from the water.
3: And, uh, Tara will kind of nod at, at Maxine with a a raised eyebrow, especially seeing the hat. But, uh, continue leading Violet into the building. And Violet since you're the first one there. Or well Maxine are you also following in or
0: uh, yeah, but assume but like Maxine's coming up the road and it'll be like another minute or two.
3: Okay. Violet. Uh, as Tara leads you in and and goes to fetch a, a bowl for Jerry, um, looking around the place, the this is a question for Tracy more than Violet but uh the golden bull was originally a lodge for a group of spiritualists in the 1920s what did they leave behind oh that's interesting
1: um it's like vi- so visibly in the thing Yep. there's going to be like a like a large cabinet like big like a large ornate cabinet that now um that now stands open and houses uh let's say uh this is this is a like restaurant kind of thing
3: yep it's a roadhouse
1: roadhouse um yeah it just houses like Various and in sundry, uh, like miniature lighthouses and just like kind of knickknacks that they that they might sell uh, tourist wise. But it used what it used to be back in the day was where people would hide inside the closet to knock or make noises or whatnot during like spiritualist seances and such.
3: Hmm. That's great. All right.
1: I I know a lot about the history of
3: spiritualism. Awesome. Um, So she will lead you into the restaurant and it is like a fairly It it is pretty much what you expect when you hear the word roadhouse. There is a counter and some booths, and uh, the kitchen behind the counter. Like, you can see a few line cooks getting things going. It smells like hamburger and vaguely cigarettes, even though no one smoked in it for years. And uh, she goes behind the counter and comes back with a, a dog, like an actual dog bowl full of water. And uh, she puts it down on the the floor next to the the counter, and she says, "Well, you here? Can I uh, get you anything?"
1: What time is it? It's eleven a.m. It's yeah, eleven thirty ish. Yeah, Violet will list you a drink for now. Um...
0: I at this point, vaccine enters.
3: Uh, then Tara will will smile at at violence. I, excuse me, one moment, and uh, she'll go over to Maxine and say, "Miss, can I uh, get you a seat?"
0: Oh, I'm just looking for my friend. And Maxine will sort of peer around her a little bit.
3: Oh, is is uh, is this your friend? And
0: uh, of course, thank you so much.
3: Sarah, convention.
0: Oh, oh no! We're just, uh,
2: just you
0: know, drifting about, flotsam in the world, taking in new places. And Maxine will will glide over towards uh Violet as if it's not a roadhouse, and instead it's a very fancy restaurant. And she's just very graceful and like ignoring the fact that it, like it, it, her movement doesn't even fit in this place. Hmm.
3: Right. Well, and she'll. Probably
1: well, just kind of shakes her head.
3: <laughs> she'll go and situate herself behind the counter again and put her, her hands down flat on it and say, Can I get you ladies anything?
0: Oh, a mimosa would be lovely.
3: Uh, we're all out of champagne, unfortunately, but uh, we have the orange juice.
0: Hmm. Uh, I suppose that will be fine. And Maxine digs into her purse for a flask.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> My kind of lady, don't tell my wife. And uh, she'll look at Violet.
1: Violet uh, just asks if they have any tonic water, and then pulls out uh, one of the fresh lemons that she carries around in her bag. I'm
0: steal a slice
3: of that. She'll, she'll uh, <laughs> kind of tilt her head and, and uh, kind of <laughs> <laughs> chuckle and say, uh, Club Soda, okay? I can do club soda.
1: That works. I just like it fresh. All
3: right. Uh, right from the tap. <laughs> and she'll go uh, back to the kitchen to retrieve your drinks. Actually,
2: I'm
0: actually going to steal some lemon Scrubbles. and like garnish or glass <laughs> with lemon that isn't even from the restaurant.
2: Oh my god.
3: And is this when rosemary arrives? <laughs> Yes. And do you just, just go in and...
2: Yeah, um, Rosemary sees um, Violet's bike, so at least she knows if she's here. Um, and she'll just go on
3: in. And take a seat at the counter?
2: Yeah, she'll come and she'll say, Oh, dear, I'm so sorry that I'm so late. You know, I just found the loveliest patch of tulips. And I said, you know what? These are wonderful so I decided to go and pick one up and you'll never guess what happened there was this little baby deer that I saw in the distance and I was like this is such a remarkable moment and I have to go and you know ABC. I didn't want to get too close, you know, because I didn't know if the mother was going to be there. So I kind of watched from afar, I was picking a few of the flowers, and I just wanted to see. It. And then I could see the mother in the distance, and I was like, oh my God. And I didn't have my phone with me, so I couldn't take a picture. But I was so enamored by this. It was like out of a movie, you know, I just couldn't believe it. And so. Violet reaches I over went, slowly and slowly I got one of the flask
1: <laughs> from. <laughs> from Maxine <laughs> just takes a very slow tiny sip and then hands it back meanwhile Maxine is living for this
0: story so
2: so Rosemary will like produce this little bouquet of tulips that she picked oh. um, how delightful <laughs> isn't it there was this multitude of colors I was so astonished because you know we don't really get that many tulips over in Brindlewood Bay I mean we do I, I have some. not tulip season it's true. That's why I was saying. Uh, <laughs> I just found it so peculiar that they were blooming at this time of the year. But there was such a, a variety of colors. It was so amazing, as you can and see. And at this point, red, Tara comes white. back out
3: with your drinks, and she goes, oh, you've collected another one. Uh, can, <laughs> I, uh, can I get you something to drink, miss? Um, do you have any green tea Uh you know I will have to check but um if not I don't Mila, have green take,
2: to... I could take a cup of hot water and I've got some tea in my bag if, that, if that's too much
0: we're going into this restaurant huh. and making our own food
3: you know Yeah no- <laughs> normally we uh we we provide the food and drink but uh you know I appreciate your gumption It never and hurts she... to be prepared dear It certainly doesn't I'll go check. Uh, yep, yeah. and she will go in the back. And as she is disappearing around into the kitchen, another woman comes out of the back, a different back room, and she is ruddy-cheeked. She has red hair and a. She's tying an apron around herself. She's clearly just a, just getting sorted, and she looks up at you and goes, oh, and she is blinking fairly frequently. And she she looks and she smiles and she goes, uh, have, have you been helped?
0: Oh, oh, yes. Um, uh, miss, uh, uh, Tara. Oh,
3: dog.
1: Really? Violet
3: Violet (laughs) waves away and says, yes, like, that just Some uh, are beyond help. <laughs> um, when when he's back in, just put him to bed, Matt. <laughs> It'll stop him from drinking. Oh, poor buddy. Always so happy to go. We've been working on, on training um, uh, to uh, enter the... Uh, cubicle in which water falls from the sky and we've gotten him super excited about it now so you can you no longer say this word I I don't want to say it because like he will literally run from the kitchen all the way upstairs and like throw himself into that place wow that's impressive next step is actually getting the water on (laughs) but (laughs) You know uh, we've got the first we've got the first roadblock you're out of way there. Yeah. We've We've gotten as far as like taking the the handheld sprayer down and mm. turning it on a little bit. yeah but not actually getting him wet. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. We're working our way up to that.
1: least, well, like he's in there like
3: yeah and he's like violently enthusiastic. Like one
1: time.
3: One time I forgot to open the door and I knew I had forgotten to open the door because I just heard wham! Like the rattle of it on the hinges, because he just he just jumped. Like
1: (laughs) oh, that's amazing.
3: He's he's enthusiastic, but not still not smart. Bless him. He's like Brett. Deputy Brett.
1: Good old Deputy
3: Brett. Is that where you drew your inspiration (laughs) from? No, he didn't bite anybody. (laughs) But Brett is kind of like a golden retriever of a human being. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Did I accidentally check, unmark all the items in your cozy little place? Was that checked before? I think I remember that being checked, but I don't.
3: I feel like you wouldn't have taken that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: all the other stuff is, yeah.
3: Everyone else is at three advancements, so yeah.
1: Does this Roadhouse have peanuts?
3: Um, is that a common Roadhouse thing?
1: Yeah, like peanuts in like a little bucket on the counter, like like unshelled peanuts, and then you just like toss them on the floor. I am not joking.
0: Maxie <laughs> is going to try <laughs> and order a light happens. salad.
2: That's true. I've I'm, been in a restaurant where they kind of fashion themselves after Roadhouse, and there was just. Yep. peanut shells like all over the floor like it was like almost the carpet yep. <laughs> that's how much it was
3: uh, okay Um, no they're not that that kind of place because yeah
1: what about bar nuts uh,
3: what are bar nuts
1: I- exactly what it is on the oh, tin, oh, just oh. like a bowl mm-hmm, of like, mm-hmm, nuts
3: mm-hmm, on the bar <laughs> to eat Uh no. No, I think uh, Tara's allergic.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
3: Um, so, uh, all right, Maxine, you're going to order Brussels, a salad. Brussels. The,
0: Brussels. the lightest salad they have.
3: The li- so the woman will, will look at you and smile and, and she'll be like, I'm sorry?
0: But it's just something fresh and not too heavy, you know.
3: Oh okay, sure. and she'll she'll smile and say can I can I get either of you anything?
1: Violet just kind of chuckles at Maxine. Um, and she says just give me something greasy that I'm gonna have to run off.
3: Now that is more our speed. Perfect. and And you miss to Rosemary. Was there a menu? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'll get you a menu.
0: If you and GM, content. please read every item on the menu. She just yeah. reaches in
3: front of, in front of you, and there's like a menu in a little like uh, napkin holder thing, mm. and she just takes it out and puts it down directly oh, in front of you. Look at that!
2: Wow. Um, and Rosemary will take a. Little cursory glance at the menu and she'll look at the front, she'll look at the back, and then she'll say, May I just have a um a plate of French fries,
3: if you will. Certainly. And she will take, take a the menu. Of mayonnaise. Like, oh a
2: lot of mayonnaise, if you will.
3: We'll just bring the bottle. Thank you so much.
0: Maxine fails to suppress or raising an eyebrow at Rosemary. <laughs>
3: And as she is leaving to the kitchen, that's when Tara exits with the, the tea. And she goes, we found, I found some green tea. I, I'm i hoping tea doesn't go bad. But, uh, you know, if it is, just let me know. And I'll, I'll uh, you know, come back with just water. And she'll she'll smile at the, the other woman and say, uh, I see you've met. And... She'll look and uh, they'll kind of share a glance and Tara will say, we have visitors from from Brindlewood, dear. And Sandy's smile grows a little brittle and she goes, oh, how nice, and disappears into the kitchen. And Tara kind of chuckles like (laughs) as she puts the tea (laughs) down. Sorry, I couldn't resist.
1: Wife, not a fan.
3: Well, she's she's from here. She's been here all her life.
1: Yeah, that says enough.
3: Yeah, the uh, and she kind of puts her elbows on the t- on the counter and leads in and says, "Mucky pointers are uh, they're a special breed. Have you?" Have you spent much time here?
1: Tried not to.
3: Hmm. Wise choice. I uh, I actually inherited this place from my uncle when he died and uh, wasn't sure I was going to keep it, but then I met Sandy and. You're stuck. And I'm stuck. But she's stuck with me, so it's not all bad
1: she's pretty Aww. so
3: she is that did you do you
0: know what actually sort of gestures vaguely at the idea of brindlewood bay being unpopular as if that's somehow <laughs> that's going to be conveyed through you know prop acting um what that is all about
3: oh um and she'll kind of lean in conspiratorially and say well a lot of people here, Mucky Pointers are called, uh, they blame the failure of our little tourist industry on Brindlewood Bay. There's some rumors that uh, your tourism board actually kind of sabotaged things here.
0: Really? Maxine sort of cowers and chuckled, the tourism board, the tourism board couldn't find their shoes if they were wearing them.
3: Well, uh, probably wasn't too hard to, uh, you know, get our lighthouse written out of a few pamphlets. Wouldn't take much.
2: That's the mm. rumor, at least. The lighthouse, that's right. And then Rosemary will reach in her bag and pull out the article um, that they got yesterday. yesterday. Um, she'll hand it over and say, do you know anything about this.
3: She'll look at the, the paper and she'll go, uh Cyrus Creel? Yeah, I, I know Cyrus Creel. Well, knew. Everyone knew Cyrus Creel. Uh what uh will kind of, you know, do a what are you with the police? Oh no, no, no. We
2: were just here. Um a friend of a friend. Oh. A friend of his actually um, wanted to um, wanted us to uh, just come through and um, see if we could find out any information for her.
0: Max, Maxine was sort of. She forward. knew
2: him, and she couldn't make it to. I guess his. Uh, did he have a funeral and stuff like that already?
3: Uh, yes. Uh, well, no, he didn't have a funeral actually, mm-hmm. um, but his his body was. Then we'll with.
2: say we'll say um, we're here on behalf of a friend to pay our respects. <laughs> respects little...
3: to Cyrus. Okay.
0: Maxine will lean forward conspiratorially and be like, "Well, I suppose since you divulged town secrets, it's only fair that." Uh... The Brindlewood police are not particularly... ...smart, um, and sometimes we are brought
2: in in a strictly
0: unofficial capacity just to help them think through, you know, the very obvious facts. And, uh, as Miss Rosemary has mentioned, uh, a friend of our, well, a friend of Cyrus's asked us just to do the same thing here, just just for her own peace of mind, you know, just make sure that that um, the, the complete inadequacy of Brindlewood's constabulary hasn't infected this place as well.
3: Right. Uh, well, uh, we don't so much have a police force as we have a policeman, uh, well, the constable, who uh, is unfortunately my wife's uncle, so uh, I'll leave any any discussion on him to her. But uh, have you spoken to Thurgood yet?
0: Oh, no, dear Thurgood. Mr. Robert.
3: Thurgood. Uh, Thurgood Bryant. He's a, a fisherman. He worked quite closely with uh, Mr. Creel. If you do talk to him, make sure you don't catch him in the middle of one of his... Uh, Spells, you might regret it.
2: Spells is what is he a wizard or something?
3: No, he's uh, he's he's unique, let's say. Um, and as she's saying, this is when Sandy comes back out, the wife, and she approaches with a kind of a questioning look and she sees the article about cyrus and she goes what uh what's up and we're Tara, just here
2: to and she'll relay the same kind of message rudy's here to, on behalf of a friend pay our respects
3: <laughs> cyrus had friends an old family friend oh uh hmm Cyrus Creel was a hateful old bastard, and he hated everyone and everything, except for that damn lighthouse. So, this is a little surprising.
1: Popular fella.
3: Mm. Oh, yeah. He, uh, yeah.
2: Well, then with that being established. I guess um, the next question would be, do you know anyone that would try to hurt
1: him? <laughs> <laughs> i <I've seen> giggles.
2: <laughs> even Rosemary kind of figures. What an interesting
1: Rosemary, question. I haven't even met him yet, and I kind of want to hurt him. <laughs>
3: uh, well, uh, you know, the county actually tried to tear down the lighthouse last year to make room for new development and uh, him and Eleanor managed to stop them they lobbied hard to have it designated a historical landmark and not for uh, not for nothing but they made a lot of enemies so would anyone like to hurt Cyrus? just about everyone who met him and a whole bunch of people who didn't
0: Maxine sort of frowns and says, "I thought, I thought the lighthouse was was, the I I mean, a big attraction for here. It would be surprised that it would be torn down, or have anyone want to have torn it down."
3: Yeah, well, uh, it hasn't really been bringing in the dollars, you know, on account of most places omitting its existence. Weird, isn't it? I seen sort of
0: rolls her eyes and it says, that tourist board in Brindlewood is the absolute worst.
3: Hmm. Yes, it, it does seem to be, but it's water under the bridge, as they say, I suppose. Our little town's dying a slow death, and nothing's going to stop it now. Cheery. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is where I grew up. This is my this is my town. I'm not pleased with the way it's going, but
0: So you were in favor of the new
2: development then?
3: I would be sad to see the lighthouse go. But I also love Mucky Point, and don't want to see it turn into a ghost town. If there was a way for both to happen, for both things to to be true, that would be the best. But and she'll she'll stand up straight and look at Tara and say, "Well, uh, if you excuse me, I'll go get your." Your snacks. I'll go get your grub.
1: Thanks.
3: Tara will watch her go and, and lean back in and say, if you're looking for Alvin, he's probably at the gas station. It's also the constabulary's office. The same building? Yeah, it's also a grocery store.
1: Just tell me it's not also the sushi place.
3: <laughs> I won't tell you. Oof.
1: Question Is your wife the type to spit and food?
3: <laughs> she just laughs and doesn't answer. Hmm. Just thought I'd pop that there for reference. Um, and she will uh, say, yeah, I'd, I'd start with Alvin, although he's going to tell you that it was an accident. Do you have any doubts about that? Cyrus has been here for longer than I have, and the man lived and breathed that lighthouse. He manned it in the worst weather I've ever seen, and the night he died was not the worst weather I'd ever seen. It doesn't pass the sniff test, but he was old. And crotchety and maybe he just got pissed at his own feet and tripped.
0: And just out of idle curiosity, with, with Cyrus gone, does the um, the paperwork for the historical landmark designation does that fall through or anything?
3: No, I wouldn't know anything about that. Might want to talk to Eleanor. She is the uh, she runs the museum or maybe steven he's the uh, he's the lighthouse keeper now he probably knew cyrus the best he was the assistant lighthouse keeper for uh, last 5 years or so or er, sorry last year or so
1: and cyrus could stand having him around
3: Well, I wouldn't go that far. They tolerated each other. Wouldn't even go that far. Cyrus was always a bastard, and uh, he was pretty openly abusive to poor Stephen, but Stephen must love the job.
1: If this guy was such an asshole why did everyone let him stick around the lighthouse for so long
3: <laughs> who else is gonna do it until Stephen came around I guess but it's not exactly an in-demand career from what I understand mm-hmm. the pays shit the town is well mucky point and uh you're manning a lighthouse.
0: It has a certain rugged charm, though, the, against the elements, protecting the the boats going by. Certain romance to it, isn't there? Well, it
3: yeah, I think the water
1: and just like no people.
3: Mm, I think the romance was uh, diminished some with the advent of GPS, but. Our friend Maxine here has sort of a thing for rugged men. Oh. Oh, you shush. I don't understand it myself, but good for you.
1: More like she has a thing for rugged men's things.
3: Oh. Some some people apparently... Talk
1: uh, around spreading truths about me.
3: (laughs) Some people speak of their utility, but... uh, I'll take your word for it. Uh, Sandy will be back with your your food in a moment. If you need anything else, uh, well, I'm not doing anything today.
2: You've been very helpful, dear. Thank you so much. Uh Uh-huh. And
3: she will go to the kitchen. And so I think we can, if you if you don't want to talk to Sandy one on one, we could uh, skip through lunch, which will be, by the way, your salad will be like four pieces of iceberg lettuce and uh, like a couple rings of onion and French dressing on the side.
0: Good, it's on the side. Excellent.
3: And uh, the fries and the, the burger and fries will be excellent for you know what they are.
1: Violet eats heartily and also shares with Jerry.
3: Oh, Jerry! Uh, Tara, as she watches uh, Jerry eat, she'll she'll look at Violet and say, "Make sure you uh you introduce him to our mayor." Mayor, yeah, Mayor Genevieve.
1: Violet just looks at her.
3: <laughs> Is a just... dog? <laughs> That's rude.
0: No, I did hear there was this one town that put their dog as a mayor as a uh, publicity stunt, and they got all sorts of people visiting.
3: Okay. And Out west. Tara will.
1: Somewhere in Montana.
3: Tara will just smile and walk back into the kitchen. So, what's your next step? You have no clues.
0: Well, we, we four do more have clues. Names. We have a lot of information, though.
3: We have
1: Thurgood, who is the fisherman. We have Eleanor runs the museum, and Steven, who knows, who is the lighthouse keeper now. So I guess it's just where do we? Oh yeah, and Elvin is at the uh, gas, gas station. station. So we're we're close to the gas station because we're still on the one Main Street. Um, so walk to the gas station.
2: I don't see why not.
3: Alright.
0: Maxine will we'll finish half of her salad and be like, do you have a to-go bag for the
2: rest of
3: this? <laughs> uh, Tara will will kind of just like snort like you're making a joke and then just move on.
0: Maxine pays for everyone's food and tips well.
3: Yay! All right, so the gas station is kind of like an old style. Sorry, up like an old style gas station with like two pumps out front and then a, a, a building more more of a shack behind it. But it's it's like clean. It's just not modern. It it's quaint. And as you approach, you see a man standing out front. Uh, he's kind of uh, he's wiping down one of the pumps, and uh, he is he's an older man wearing greasy overalls, and he looks up as you approach, and he just. He's he's just staring at you, kind of openly.
2: And Rosemary catches him staring and will
3: wave happily. He'll just just nod while you know blinking frequently, and he'll just go, "Yep."
0: Maxine will take a lead and sweep in and go, "Well, hello." Lo, what a charming little place this is!
3: And he'll he'll look around like he's not sure what you're talking about, and (laughs) go. The the whole,
0: the whole town. It's so picturesque.
3: Out of towner. Oh, you know, you're an out of towner because you ain't from here.
0: Oh no, dear, we've been, I've been all over. Hollywood and Hong Kong, but this part of this part of America just has that certain mmm.
3: He certain narrows his breeze. eyes and and says You are from Brenda Bay
0: No, I'm from Hollywood, dear.
3: Hmm. Help you or something.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking. And Maxine will shove violets and rosemary forward.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: Damn it, one. Uh hello. He, Violet shoves yes. Jerry forward. <laughs> he he looks down at the dog and just hello.
2: <laughs> My name's Rosemary, and you are? I'm Marvin.
0: Marvin. Look it's solid. Masculine name.
3: You notice on his uh his overalls it just says des chain on it? Can I uh eat gas? Oh uh, Marvin,
2: we're looking for um Mr. Mr. Alvin.
3: Is That's my Chien? brother.
2: Oh, is it? Is he around somewhere? Somewhere.
3: Can you tell us
2: where?
3: I uh, kind of he tilts his head back toward the shack, in his office.
2: Mm, okay, thank you so much. Well, how long is the gas station open?
3: Long as I've been here. How long have you worked here? Long as it's been open.
2: <laughs> do you do you know this man? And she'll um bring out that article and show it to him. And he kind
3: of, he, he looks away a moment and, and yep. What can you tell us about him? There ain't no way in hell he slipped and fell. I don't, I don't give don't a rat's so? ass. what my brother says somebody killed him and you know what, you know what, what, tell me
2: what and she leans in she's like intrigued now
3: he probably deserved it cyrus was a think so he was a tough old gizzard but nimbler than a monkey when it came to getting up around that lighthouse no way he killed no way he slipped who do you think did it don't know
2: no we've heard that he's got quite the reputation
3: Tough old gizzard. Mean as a rat. So he was he's my saying best friend. Be.
2: Hey, was he? How long have you ha- did you know him?
3: Since we was little. Really. Yep.
2: Well, I'm sorry, Tia. Are you okay? And she'll like get closer and like like in a I don't know a was a motherly way, but a concerned, you know, way. I don't know what that means. Um, he just Yep. Yep. Um. Well, we're here uh, on behalf of a a friend of his to, to pay some respects.
3: Uh, the lady with the glasses.
2: Yes. What
3: lady is he talking about? <laughs> Janet. Oh yeah. Oh you know her. She got gas every now and then. Were you friends with her too? Nope. Nope.
2: Um well that's nice. Well we appreciate your insight into this um this horrible uh
3: occurrence. Yep. Why do you
1: say you deserved
3: it? He was a mean bastard.
0: Well, many people are mean bastards, dear. Not all of them deserve to die. Hmm.
3: You might have to do a metal move to uh, get anything further.
2: Whatever, I just got all the information we need out of him
3: that's kind of sort of between
2: we ain't got no clues (laughs) we ain't got any clues but
0: i mean it's kind of funny because i feel like we know already much more strongly a bunch of options than we did for the night at the museum and yet we have no clues
3: well you've actually asked like that this has a more set structure than than uh night at the museum anyway So, he is going to turn around and start heading towards the gas station. Just a nice gentleman, isn't he?
0: Very talkative.
3: Mm -hmm. And uh, as he pulls open the door, a man exits the, the door. Given his brother a bit of a, a nod and he is a lanky man, slightly hunched uh, in a, a messy grease stained kind of police uniform I and like mean. the tan uh, thing, you know, and, and a hat. And he looks at the three of you and blinks frequently and says, brindlewood huh
0: no no dear hollywood
3: <laughs> you got the sink of brindlewood on you lady how can i help oh, you Rosemary
2: was mary will, like smell herself I, I know i put on deodorant uh, today
0: we're we um uh, a friend of a mucky pointer asked us to Take, a, take a, a little visit over here just to talk to some folks.
3: This about Cyrus.
0: Maxine sort of tilts her head and is like, well, there's something that's something more exciting that's happened recently.
3: Cyrus slipped and fell and it's a Well, it's a tragedy whenever anything like that befalls. But there's no way he was murdered. It simply would not happen in Mucky Point. We are a close-knit community. We care for each other. But I don't suppose someone like you would understand something like that, would you?
0: Absolutely not.
3: Yeah, that's right.
0: uh, I'll do point out that you seem to be in... For being such a tight community, you definitely seem to be in the minority of that belief. In fact, most folks we've talked to just don't believe it's very possible. So, I'm assuming that someone like yourself, acting as the constabulary around here, must have a good reason to believe it then.
3: I saw the evidence. I just just did detective work. You wouldn't understand anything about it.
0: Oh, no. But... You know, it would be such an interesting thing to learn from from someone who could do actual detective work. You know, none of us have had an experience like anything like that before. What What do you mean by the evidence that you saw?
1: Violet just turns around at this point and stares at the sky because she cannot keep a straight face and will absolutely <laughs> blow this for them.
3: That's uh that's coincidental information, Miss. It's uh, an active in investigation there's an investigation well no because he wasn't murdered but
0: but then then if there's no investigation it's not coincidental maxine like stumbles trying to correctly mispronounce the word um uh then it wouldn't it wouldn't be coincidental anymore and you could you could share it with some curious onlookers like us who are just interested in the history of the town and, and this exciting new chapter of it
3: ain't nothing exciting about it man slipped man fell the man died that's the story
0: right the story that you are saying that no one else is believer
2: is there a oh, lot missed, of evidence I'm
0: curious what the evidence is
3: is it a lot I am not at liability to discuss it. It is coincidental.
2: Well, sir, can I ask, how is your brother doing? Is he okay?
3: Marvin? Marvin's yeah, fine.
2: Th- Ian Cyril. Zero- Why what
3: did he tell you?
2: Well, he was close with them, wasn't
3: he? Nine years. Were they They... not friends? I don't see why that's
2: any of your business, miss. We were just having a chat with him, and we just wanted to make sure that he was okay after such a tragic event.
3: Marvin's fine. Marvin's always fine. Whatever you say, dear. We appreciate your concern. It doesn't concern you at all.
0: Oh, but it does. Something like something like that would would easily put the lighthouse on one of those famous famous murder lists of uh for, for the tourist map and and maxine um says, in fact i was reading in this pamphlet of this entire um sorry, we're on the east coast
2: yes yes yeah.
0: this entire east coast murder trail that brought in all of the visitors it was it was quite An astounding thing, and and these all this this tour group would go from town to town and stop at these landmarks that also happen to be, you know. (sighs) there ain't no
3: murder here. There's no murder in Mucky Point. Has never been, never was, never will be.
0: Maxine just kind of shoots him all up. It's like. Oh, and I suppose you'll be around forever to ensure that.
3: Damn right.
0: And, you know, Stephen is not at all suspicious.
3: You've spoken to Stephen.
0: I'm sorry, that's coincidental information. Perhaps we could do an exchange.
3: I ain't got no information for you.
0: So you're saying that you did investigate?
3: The man slipped and fell and died.
0: Well, you have no proof. In point of fact, Cyrus was known to be healthy and sure-footed and to know the lighthouse, like the, the back of his weathered sea-wind-kissed ki- sea hand.
3: <laughs>
0: Falling just seems so improbable.
3: Even the best race car driver sometimes pulls a Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt? Dale. <laughs> race I mean, car driver. Oh.
1: Dale oh that Earnhardt. is that's such a harsh reference, man. Oh. Well, is it?
2: Oh,
3: that's so bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. I
1: no, It's like it's it's apt, but who, who, boy, yeah. um, dang. <laughs>
0: Maximo kind of looking at this. Honestly, with, with that kind of, that kind of vehemence, it sounds like you're trying to hide something.
3: He'll just look at you flatly and say, I have real work to get to.
0: Not investigating, possibly, possibly destroying evidence. Got it. And Maxine will pull out a notebook and start writing stuff down.
3: Did you just accuse me of destroying evidence?
0: I mean, you said there wasn't any, so presumably—that
3: sounds like arresting arrest, doesn't it?
0: Sorry, it sounds like what now?
3: Arresting arrest.
0: It sounds like you're arresting arrest. Maxine is just confused by the humor. Do I have
3: Are to you spell having it for you? Here?
1: Could you please? <laughs> Maxine is Violet just, loving like, this. turns around and, like, walks up to him and says, What did you see?
3: <laughs> I think that's a metal with presence. Presence.
1: Uh, I have no buffs in that, but we're gonna do this anyway. <laughs> she's impatient and really frustrated with this guy. <laughs> that is a five, which is a five. not Woo! a success. That is, that not, is a success. not a success.
3: The no. man looks down at you and says, can "Are I you risking you? You absolutely <clears> can't <throat> make it a success."
1: So that would just that would put it in like seven nine range, right? Correct. Okay. Just yeah. Sure. By one. Bucket.
3: You which one are you Drew's doing? Hmm? What? Which you... which crown are you putting on? You
0: just made Drew's knight by using a crown.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just just as an FYI, we are six sessions into our uh, between game, and like most people have more than one mask put on. Someone has four. Dang. Like, it's okay to use them.
1: Um, I'm going to... Well, seeing as we said, we're going to do more cozy moves. I'm going to put on a void crown because I want this to be fun.
3: Ooh. So hereafter, during cozy vignettes focused on you or cozy moves scenes involving you, you must also narrate how dark entities subtly reveal themselves in the scene. Oh, exciting! Okay, the man looks at you, and he's trying to maintain this steely gaze.
1: Probably and just stares he... back. <laughs> She's an old, angry dyke.
3: <laughs> he, uh... okay, got to find a clue that works.
0: You stare him down, Violet.
1: (laughs) She has had it. (laughs)
2: Lesbians getting
3: it done. Cyrus was a drunk. He was being taken. I took him in for drunk. er, mm, mm, mm. No. Scratch that.
1: Cyrus is not a drunk.
3: Scratch that clue. Okay. Look, the man had an accident with some soapy water. He was must have been clean in the, the lighthouse, and he slipped. That's all there is to it.
1: Don't give me that bullshit.
3: There was soap on a part of the lighthouse. I don't even think it was where he slipped from. But he was obviously cleaning, got a little slippy, he fell.
0: So should we go and close every car wash as a crime scene now?
3: We don't have a car wash. That's what the rain's for.
1: So there was soap at the scene.
3: Of course there was soap at the scene. It's a giant lantern, lady. You got to keep it clean or no light comes out.
0: I thought that's what the rain was for.
3: (laughs) He just, just, he just, (sighs) and stares at Maxine.
0: So that sounds kind of odd, actually.
1: Is that all you saw?
3: Aside from his insides on the outside at the bottom of the lighthouse, yes, that's all that I saw.
1: All right. Thanks for not being helpful.
3: I have two whole cells in the back there that you ladies would fit in just fine if you keep testing me. Oh,
0: two whole cells. I thought they were brain cells. But I guess you only have the one. I'm sorry.
3: I think you should leave.
0: Maxine chuckles and starts walking away.
2: And Rosemary mm-hmm. will say, "Thank you so much for your help, sir. It's really appreciated." He As a is contrast, like
0: Maxine flips him the bird <laughs> without looking back. Uh,
3: he is beat red. I want you out of my town.
0: Well, we By can't what always get what we want, dear.
3: And he he sputters and
1: Can't wait.
3: He walks back into the gas station in a huff. Rosemary's like, be- like waving bye.
0: She's <laughs> like, Now I remember why I don't like this place.
3: Where to now?
2: Um, should we, we just should go start. to the lighthouse? We
3: should talk break to what's his is office. He? Not while he's there. We what? <laughs> you should. Sorry, we should. What? We're
0: break break in into his, his office. office. Not while he's, he's
3: there. Yeah, he will be in it. So.
0: Oh, so we could find a distraction, or make one.
2: You would be the distraction.
0: That's true. I could probably do that. actually.
2: I mean, you've got the Are you going to get yourself you arrested? You could use the presence to um, capture his imagination. Right?
0: Maxine sort of looks over at Violet, considering, could you get in there? That, how fast could you get in there?
1: How much time would you need? Pilot has a baseball, has a softball bat, technically. Oh. <laughs> Pretty sure he'd hear that. Should he really also, be considering this also in the daytime? full set of hand tools. Full set of hand tools. In the motorcycle?
2: At noon. At noon, when everyone else is here.
0: Oh, it's the time that they would least expect it.
2: Oh, God, he's thinking.
1: <laughs> he's looking at to burn the place down for distraction.
0: Maxine sort of grins mischievously and says, you know what? No. I'll see you in a while. If you, uh, if you can find you something going? out. Oh, uh, I'm going to go talk with our friend again and see if... Um... Can make his life more interesting.
2: Well, Maxine, do be careful.
3: So, what Maxine. are you doing?
1: Maxine? Violet just to... turns to Maxine and says, Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Well, that doesn't go <laughs> down very much, dear. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she just grins.
0: Maxine is going to go and. First off, okay, can you describe the. like? His, he's, he's in his office now?
3: He's, and he's so gone back brother. into the gas station. Yes. Okay, Maxine
0: goes into the gas station to start.
3: All right. Maxine. <coughs> Des Chains, Gas, and Sundries. Des Chains are the oldest family in Mucky Point. What here is a reminder of that?
0: They have. Um, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Um, there must be There's... things in the store that that look like they they were brought here on the first day the town was founded. There are um, instead of like having one of those crappy metal like turnstiles for like little pamphlets and stuff, it's like weirdly, like, made of wood. Um, the floral site like has never been cleaned in the last 400 years. Ew. There is uh, a window facing the gas pumps where clearly they just throw every receipt that gets printed out no one wants. So if you look in through the window, there's just this, like, tide of receipts that, that covers the bottom half of the window.
3: All right. Does anyone else want to add anything?
1: You said they're on a main thoroughfare, right?
3: Like it's the like street. the thoroughfare.
1: The thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there tiny side streets, like little paths, like?
3: Not... That
1: Would be named at all.
3: Uh. Yeah. I mean, probably they have. There's there's like a side street, yeah, one one lane that runs behind the all the all the businesses and stuff.
1: Okay, um, that lane is named like after them. That's their family. Okay.
3: Des chain lane? Yep.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, this is what happens in small towns.
2: The gas station, um, like the. Like it's got like the slushy machine and stuff like that, but kinda like what Matt was saying. Like it doesn't look like it's been cleaned all that regularly. Um like the food there is like basic. Like it's got like hot dogs and white bread and not much else. Cat food. (laughs) Sparse. Beet. It's all beat. Sure. Uh, no, because there's the bait and tackle the bait place baits. down so the street. Like, yeah. yeah, it's got night crawlers. There's
1: actually like a road sign. Like they keep a road sign with their family name, like hung inside the
3: okay thing. All right. So as you go in, Alvin is behind the counter, and he just like he looks surprised to see you coming in and uh there is a a like a door with a a glass front and and it has constable des chain written on it in uh, like the etched like print on it um only they've spelled constabulary, they've they've flipped two of the letters, so it's constabulary. (laughs) And uh, then a little ways down, you can actually see there's two, there's a door, another glass door, and beyond it, two, like, literal iron-barred cells that are both currently empty. Uh, And does chain is at his his desk, and he's looking away from you, and he's just like, you see his lips moving like he's he's arguing your discussion, but better <laughs> this time,
2: practicing.
3: Yeah. So
0: Maxine has a plan. Maxine is going to get a ten dollar bill, five dollar bill, out of her purse. And she's going to try to palm it in her hand and she's going to go up onto the counter lean forward so that he can't see her and he's going to leave the five dollar bill on the counter but out of his sight
3: of of uh marvin's sight
0: yes or well i thought it was alvin you said
3: alvin is the constable marvin is behind the counter at the bar
0: oh okay Out of both of their sites, if if possible. Okay. And then she's going to, sort of still leaning on the bill, so it's not visible. She's going to pick up, very obviously pick up like a loaf of bread or something. And start to just hold it for now. And then she's going to to, uh, talk to uh, to Alvin and say...
3: Alvin is in the office.
0: Oh, I thought you said that he was re... Re-arguing the...
3: Marvin. Alvin is re-arguing in his office. Marvin is behind the counter.
0: So she'll lean forward and say, You know what, sir? You are a lovely man. But I need to talk to your brother again. Would you mind asking him to uh, come out here? Right there. <laughs> Maxine walks over and, like, bangs on the door.
3: Alvin... <laughs> like, almost jumps out of his skin and then stomps around the desk and yanks the door open says, What?
0: You know, I thought this town was supposed to be a picture of charming East Coast hospitality. I thought chivalry was alive. I thought we didn't talk to women like that. And she pokes him in the chest.
3: And he just... Looks down at his chest, then looks up at you and says, Well, now you're under arrest for assaulting an officer.
0: Oh, no, officer. I touched you with my poor womanly hand. I guess a a big, strong man like you is threatened by that.
3: Are you going to make this easy or are you going to make this fun, miss? Mm-hmm. you wouldn't nice. no
0: fun if it yeah. bit you in the ass and she just walks off with the bread
3: oh boy <laughs> he is going you're going to hear him huff and then he's going to walk out and you'll hear uh, him like steady his feet and he'll say stop right there
0: Maxine stops and does not turn. I'd ask if I could help you, but you're clearly beyond help.
3: Maxine may not realize this, but he is holding a taser. (laughs) And he is at that. You hear another huff. And then you hear the little click of the cap flying off. And you feel two little... Pricks in your back, followed by a, a unpleasant amount of voltage coursing through your body.
2: Meanwhile, outside, you think she's okay in there?
3: Wait, I While didn't it need just, need just make looks the outside. Right
0: there. What? Are yeah, you how? Yeah, <laughs>
3: You're like just inside the door like they can see you if if they're looking. Oh no. So, you are being tased. Or you can put on a crown and rewrite yeah, that I'm gonna scene Yeah, I do that. Which crown are you putting on?
0: Uh, I'm going to show a scene in the present day showing a burgeoning romance.
3: Ooh. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to that. You, he tells you to stop right there.
0: Can I, can I instead have him, can I get him to tase the bread? Like, he goes to tase her, and she spins around and it hits the bread instead. Like she just holding it in front of her, so if she just turns, if it would have hit her in the back, it would have now hit her in the front. I,
3: hmm, I feel like I want a day move from you to not get hit by the taser, but you just did the the crown. Um hold, hold on one. I don't think you can do that. Either he's going to tase you or he isn't. That's the you you missed the opportunity to plan uh a- around the tasing. When would I have had to do that? <clears throat> when he warned you and I clearly telegraphed that he was like <laughs> aiming something at you. <laughs> He planted his feet and told you to stop right there. Okay. So at that point, you could have said, I- I'd like to have him shoot at the bread. So he's not going to tase you. You have crowned that out of existence. But the position you're left in... Actually, let's take it back to the door of before you stalked off. He has threatened you with arrest or no you know what even better I'm going to rewind before you poked him in the chest
2: Mm -hmm.
3: proceed
0: I don't want to go back that far
3: (laughs) okay then (laughs) do what you did see how that plays out the second (laughs) time
0: okay so then I do all the same thing except when he plants his feet I get the red ready to block
3: fine okay but he's still going to tase you, and, and like this isn't going to help your position. He's, you've reached the point where the police is trying to tase you, like.
0: But here's the thing: I didn't steal the bread. I left the money in the, in the store.
3: But it it doesn't matter. He's now after he he wants you in the cell because you poked him in the chest.
0: Okay, fine, fine. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Then Maxine will not poke him in the chest. Okay, she would just get up in his face, be like, "You are a power-hungry, small-minded <laughs> little man," and no wonder you can't do your job and see a murder that is staring you right in front of the face when everyone else in the town, except for you, can open their friggin' eyes. And then she walks out with the bread, trying to make her make him follow her. <laughs> Because he, she, he will think she's shoplifting.
3: And he does. He starts falling. You can't just take that. Miss, you get back here right now.
0: Maxine is going to like keep walking far enough away that he's, she's making distance for the others to get in. but then she will stop.
3: All right. Are you, you sneaking in? Or walking in? Like to so there's no other doorway, right? There's the front door, as far as you know. Have you have you gone looking for another door? No You could do
1: was a time a to go, I assume. Yeah, there were yeah, was there time to go looking for another door? I've there could have been how much like time there was
3: here. There there could have been. If if you'd huh? like to have done that. Um I think yeah, it's it's uh let's just make that a metal with uh... let's go composure oh I' do it okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see Wait, do I have the there you go some reason I don't know why I didn't have a roll up uh, Yet. I haven't had to roll for anything. Um, so that would be composure plus 2, 2d6 plus 2? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save roll as... i mean have a roll for A save roll for this? Yes! No! Eight. Okay.
3: okay. Nice. So... You do find a back door and you manage to get in while Marvin is looking out the front door. And I'll say that in the office, the first thing that you find is. Evidence that Cyrus was repeatedly detained by Alvin for drunken and disorderly conduct. Hmm.
1: Violet takes a picture of whatever arrest records. Maybe. He has,
3: yeah, an arrest record book, and it is. Mostly empty, other than Cyrus and uh, Benny Williams. uh, Both repeatedly being arrested for drunk and disorderly.
1: Mm -hmm. As Violet's taking the photos, she just sort of mumbles, well, not much else to do in this town.
3: That does... Ring true. Mm-hmm.
1: Is there anything else in the office of import?
3: Uh, are you Are you going to meddle in search? Yes, I uh, will allow a. You know what? No, it's going to be composure too, because you don't know when they're coming back. You're going to need to be. Quick and composed.
0: Imagine just being rather yeah. loud.
3: <laughs> should
2: I? Um, should I give it another go?
3: No, you've you've gone. Oh. This will be on violet. All right. Here
1: we go. Hey, still a seven.
3: Sweet. Nice. All right. You find. you find pinned to the wall a newspaper clipping from several decades ago which discusses a fatal car accident. Um, The victim is not named. But the driver was Cyrus Creel.
1: Violet takes photos of that, too. It's like, that's where the drinking problem came from.
3: And you hear uh Maxine I think I'm going to need a day move with presence <clears throat> for you to not be arrested here. Mm. We'll discuss how you actually talk your way out of it if you do. But uh let's establish what you're afraid could happen.
0: Being stuck in a cell in this place. <laughs>
3: yep so roll 2d6 plus three
0: 12
3: a mm. 12. all right so you manage to not just not get arrested uh but you will get an extra benefit or advantage so um how, how do you not get arrested here?
0: what what is he trying to arrest me for?
3: Thieve, thieving you thefted the bread.
0: Uh, Maxine, when she comes up first you uh, first you accost me and now you accuse me? I am I am flabbergasted. I left more than this bread is worth on the counter in your store, if you'll go back and look, with your charming brother, who, I may say, has been nothing but a gentleman so far. In point of fact, why don't we go back in right now? Since either this, oh, have they, have they come out yet?
3: Uh, they're going to want to have come out, yeah. We're,
1: yeah, we'll uh, we'll start scooching on out.
0: So as soon as as, soon as Maxine catches them under the corner of the water, she'll be like, why don't we go back inside and I will show you where it is. And, and if you don't see it, well, that's where the cells are anyway.
1: Violet is walking Jerry behind the building under the guise of Jerry Head to pee.
3: <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I think the benefit that you are going to get is the share. The constable is going to be so flustered and so like angry that he's not going to notice that you've just taken his taser off of him. But...
1: <laughs> nice
3: add taser to your cozy little place.
1: Oh that's the best sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right so they go back into the to the store.
3: Uh, yeah and he sees the five dollar bill and he just turns to you and just get out of here.
0: Maxine slowly. Withdraws a second five dollar bill, places it on top of the first one, and takes a second loaf of bread, and then leaves,
3: <laughs> taking all Marvin. Bread. As as you're leaving, Marvin says, "You want a receipt?
0: No, keep the change. Buy your brother some therapy."
3: Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, so that went that sure Surprisingly went
1: Surprisingly well <laughs> Yeah Considering what we just did
3: <laughs> So you, you regroup what right, right now
0: Maxine stretches luxuriously We're like, well that was the most fun I've had in yonks
1: Violet just looked at her and says the hell are we going to do with all that bread? Oh, I don't know.
0: Make a sculpture? Feed it to ducks?
2: You're so brave, Maxine.
0: The day that Maxine West cannot stand down a podunk police officer is the day that Maxine West is dead.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, it 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 almost went very bad for you. Almost. But hey, um, why don't we get that flashback from you? Yeah.
0: Alright, so when Etienne is discharged from the hospital, does Brindlewood Bay have a hospital or is it like a town
3: over? Brindlewood Bay has the doctor's clinic. Um, The hospital is, yeah, no, not in Brindlewood Bay.
0: So, Presumably, uh, so Maxine is actually over in whatever town. GM, what is the town with the hospital?
3: <coughs> Boston.
0: Really, that far?
3: It's only about an hour away.
0: You've been you've driven through my hometown. There's a hospital like every three towns, and they're a lot smaller than.
3: Okay, okay. There's like fifteen minutes away.
0: <laughs> so Maxine is there when Etienne is discharged. The hospital, and she sort of looks up and down and goes, Looking well, all things considered. How about uh, how about I give you a ride home?
3: (laughs) I'm sorry, miss. Have we met?
0: Oh, good, he's forgotten all of my
3: flaws. (laughs) Oh my god, Uh, lady like you doesn't seem I don't think you have any.
0: Uh, excellent. I need to make sure I bring men into strange basements more often. Wait, no.
3: Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll skip that on our next date.
0: Uh, I, I am truly sorry about that.
3: Hey, it wasn't your fault. It was, uh, Ms. Becker. Becker? Yes. Becker. Becker? Burko. Burko.
0: Yes.
1: Who would have thought? He got that hit that? in the head. He couldn't remember. Who would have thought that little slip
0: of a thing? And, and Maxine has ordered a um, a nice car.
3: Well, I uh, look forward to seeing what my convalescence is going to look like if this is how it starts.
0: Oh, it depends on how you play your cards. And she'll hold the she'll hold the door open for him
3: to get into the right. car. He'll arch his eyebrow and slip inside. And oh. very cute. Good. Well done. Nice. Um all right. So I think that's where we will pause things for now. Um first off, thank everybody for your patience with uh this weird start to things
0: yeah i'm sorry about that
3: no problem i hope like you did it on purpose you didn't do it i hope the fires
1: were successfully put out it was actually a wait for real
0: uh there was an unexpected high humidity event at one of the data centers which is sre (laughs) speak for something broke in the water things and we don't want to say that
1: unexpected high humid. that's fantastic i love that euphemism Yep. Oh, I, I, no.
0: like, I read that and i was like really, Ooh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're gonna say okay
1: oh wow all
3: right oh. well wow shall we do end of session questions
1: sounds good yep
3: all right uh we did not solve a mystery so uh We won't be doing that one. Maxine, I think you definitely both behaved like a woman half your age and showed someone that you still got it. Unfortunately, the got it was the taser in the back. But, you know, you you definitely got it. Violet, uh, you broke into a constable's office in a different town. Um, I think that definitely counts as both of those things, too. Rosemary, uh, for once that? I didn't share.
2: Yeah, I was, <laughs> for once. I mean, I did I share a, a story, but I don't think I did anything this time.
3: I don't think so either. I'm sorry. Um. So, uh, otherwise, convert your check boxes into different check boxes. And... It was all
1: about the deer.
2: Yeah, yeah, just about the deer.
3: Matt, you somehow deleted a checkbox. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, Next time on Brindlewood Bay, well, you're still in Mucky Point, but maybe I'll throw something else at you too, because who knows? You can have up to three mysteries going. We'll see.
1: Oh, wow, three at once.
3: That's what the rules say. I I don't know if I like that, but might keep you. I have on no the
1: idea table. how that like would feel. Like huh.
2: Trying I to know. figure out two mysteries at once.
3: Well you
1: Yeah, just like yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh I can add Alvin to this chains thing. What is happening?
1: What what happened to the cell? Oh no! no.
3: Uh oh. There we go. Okay. I. Yep. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well then, I will end broadcast.
0: Stars and wishes.